You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here, along with our MLB.com Nationals reporter, Bill Latson. And, Bill, uh, the Nationals just keep plugging along here, and, they, and they've gotten good stuff from, from Strasburg uh, after the break. And, and this team looks like it's in a great spot right now. So we'll take this chance uh, as we get back into the second half of the season to kind of reset things for this national team. Obviously, just a couple of weeks to go before the trade deadline, and this team, I think, has some moves that it probably needs to make if it really wants to be a World Series contender. Um Let's start by talking about Steven Strasburg a little bit because he, he took some time, obviously, uh, with with the little nicks and, and, and injuries. He didn't pitch in the All-Star game back in his hometown. I know, in a way, that had to be a little bit of a disappointment, but it seemed like he kind of had the bigger picture in mind as far as this team goes. And he comes out of the break and right back at it. He improves to 13-0 on the season. He's only the fifth player to do that, joining teammate Max Scherzer, who did it back with the Tigers, but it seems like uh, a little extra rest for Strasburg and, and not pitching in San Diego could be the best thing for him, and he seems locked in to go in the second half of the season. True. Um, they they were looking at the big picture. I'm talking about Strasburg and the uh, Nationals. And, uh, you, you know, I don't think it was a big deal that he didn't pitch in San Diego in the All-Star game. I think the bottom line is he finally wants to win a championship um, you know, they had a chance in 12 and, and 14, and I think Strasburg realizes that, and um, years now to, to win it all. Yeah, the last thing he wants is to not be available in October. He's been through that. He knows how frustrating that is. Um, when you see what he's done, the 13-0, and 0, obviously we talk about the value of a win and, and how much value there is in that. But 13-0 and 0 is still something. How much has he impressed you this season, Bill, to, to go to this point and he still hasn't taken a loss? You know, uh, it's impressive in the sense that he, he's healthy. That's the bottom line. And you know what? Now it looks like he's going deeper in games now. I mean, you know, in the past it seems like because they, they were treating him with kid gloves. I mean, he was pitching like a, a five to six innings. Now he's going like a seven and eight innings. I'd like to see the day he pitches his uh, second complete game. He has one in his career. I think there's more to come. And I think the big deal is uh, he, the, he's just healthy. That's the number one issue. Um, that's been his problem the entire time. He's been with the Nationals, and uh, I think he will continue to be one of the best pitchers this year. Yeah, with the amount of money that they've kind of invested in him now going forward, they need him to be a guy that goes deep into games and, and really – is that go-to guy for this team. All right, speaking of guys that, that could be future aces, Lucas Cialito back down in the minors now. Uh, do you expect that we'll see him again at some point in 2016? You know, Tim, that's hard to say. And the reason I say that is how he was hit hard by the Mets. Uh, I mean, like, it was also, in my opinion, a confidence issue. He, he said, like, after the game at City Field that when, you know, um, after he – got hit early, he kind of he kind of lost his uh, focus and everything. So I think there needs to be some improvement in terms of his location, his breaking ball, which Dusty Baker has said. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's a confidence issue, I think. And we'll see when he gets back. I, I, right now, I have to say, you know, we will not see him uh, in 2016 until next year. 
Yeah, and they certainly, as things sit right now, don't really need him, and you hope everybody stays healthy, and that continues to be the thing. And the location seems like it's the one thing that Giolito, throughout his career to this point, hasn't quite been able to figure out on a consistent basis. So it's that one last hurdle, I guess, before he can really realize that potential, become an ace at the major league level. All right, that brings us to the trade deadline, uh, Bill, and the Nationals. Um, they're a team that doesn't have a lot of holes, but there are certainly some things that can be done here to improve this team. I think the one thing that jumps out is the bullpen, and we've talked about it before. Uh, Chapman, would they be in on him? Uh, what kind of a player would they bring in to help out at the back end, or either before Papelbon or after Papelbon? Um, what type of player do you see them going after over the next two weeks? There's no question they're going after a guy like Chapman and Andrew Miller. Um, there's there's no question that you know a Chapman played for Dusty Baker in Cincinnati. Um, I, I you know they don't have to give up, you know almost a king's ransom to get that done. I believe. I mean, if the Yankees are true to their word, they're trying to improve the farm system. Looks like they're going to have to try and you know get rid of uh, not get rid of but try to acquire some of their um, the Nationals farm system. Also, I, I think to tell you the truth. They need more than the bullpen help. I think they need another bat in that lineup. And, uh, you know, if you look at their leadoff hitters, hitting 211, 255 on base. And also, um, I, I just think they need another a power hitter or a leadoff hitter or whatever. But I think uh, something's got to be done on offense, too. When you look at the, the bats available, leadoff might be a little tough to come by, but Jay Bruce very much available for the Cincinnati Reds. He's a guy who could certainly provide some power. Now, if they bring in a corner outfielder, Carlos Beltran, another guy with the Yankees, um, is another guy available. How does Bryce Harper feel about moving to center field, Bill? Well, that's something I'm going to have to ask him uh, today. You're asking me, uh, you know, I'm going to ask him today. We'll see what happens. I think he will do it. Uh, he's done it before. I think he'll do it again. I don't think he's a bad center fielder. It's not gold plus, but he's he's. I think he's good enough to last uh, this season at least. And uh, you know, we'll see who they uh, who they will acquire. It'll be interesting to see. It could always be a situation where you could see late in games, maybe Harper moves back over to a corner and they throw somebody like a Ben Revere in there to, to replace him in center uh, for defensive replacement. Certainly going to be interesting uh, when you talk about who it would take. Obviously, Andrew Miller, they'd have to give up a lot more than a role to Chapman because Miller has a great contract for a number of years, whereas Chapman would just be a rental. Um, would the Nationals consider trading Trey Turner? Or I, I would think Giolito is off the board, but would they consider trading a Lucas Giolito or a Trey Turner to get what they need in return? Hey, you know, it would not surprise me, uh, Tim. Let me tell you something. I don't know what Trey Turner's future here with the Nationals is right now because obviously he's not going to play shortstop. He's not going to play second base for obvious reasons. And Dusty Baker has said already that it's not a tryout in terms of putting Turner in the field, and he hasn't done it yet. So I, I have to believe that Trey Turner could be traded uh, before the deadline, and Giolito as well. I mean, they, you know, the Nationals to me have enough pitching to uh, survive if they, if they did. Trade G. Guido. So um, again, I'm speculating, but uh, I think they're in good shape in trying to make it, making a, in terms of making a deal. 
Yeah, and, you know, you got to take advantage while you have that window and you have a team that looks like it's a few pieces away from being a team that could win it all. Hey, go all in, certainly. One more question for you, Bill, and it goes back to a role this Chapman. If the, if the Nationals aren't able to trade for Chapman, maybe they don't get Miller, they get somebody else to help them out this year, do you think there's still a real good chance they could go out and sign Chapman in the offseason heading into 2017? Yes, I think there's a chance. I, it's just that if you look at their past, you know, they have competed with other teams in terms of money. I think it depends on how much money the Nationals are willing to give a Chapman. I mean, obviously he has that blazing fastball and I should say unhittable fastball. And uh, I think it depends on uh, – how that goes. I mean, uh, how much money the Nationals in years the Nationals will only get. Yeah, that fastball that hit 105 a couple of times on Monday night. He seems to be at the top of his game at the perfect time as far as the Yankees go and trying to get some talent back. All right, great stuff as always. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Nationals edition. For Bill Latson, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.